The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement How long before gift? a wedding should I send out How many save games the dates? Are in the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Tyson Stockton. Hey, my name is Tyson Stockton from previsible.io. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing kind of a unique facet within the SEO industry. We're going to be talking about leading SEO within an investment company. Joining me is Micah Fisher Kirshner, who is the VP of SEO and content at Turn River Capital. Turn River Capital is a San Francisco based technology investment fund with operational focus. Their specialties include growth equity investments, buyouts, spinouts, and recapitalization of leading software companies. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right. Here's my conversation with Micah, the VP of SEO and content at Turn River Capital. Micah, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, thank you for having me back. Now, for anyone that may not be familiar, Micah, in addition to his work at um, Turn River Capital, also leads the Bay Area Search Meetup Group. So if you are in the Bay Area like Micah and I, um, be sure to check out their monthly meetups great group and collection of SEOs here in the Bay Area. So if you are in the area and haven't checked them out, be sure to look that up. We'll put the link in the show notes to the episode. But I'm excited about this conversation because I think a lot of times we're always talking about, well, like, is it better to be in-house? Is it better to be agency? And it's like, 
they're the two common kind of scenarios. And I feel like in your role and your position at Turn River, you get kind of this blend of both sides where you have the ability to work with a variety of companies, but then you also kind of get the inside lane and that opportunity to build those longer term relationships within it. So maybe if you could kind of just give the listeners a little bit of a a rundown of what this role looks like and how you work with some of the investment companies within their portfolio. Yeah, it is a very unique role. The probably the easiest way I often explain it is imagine um, as if an agency owns the business, the clients that you work with. So we as Turn River buy these companies and we basically grow the business, marketing, sales, and CS. My role in particular is helping focus on obviously the SEO side, but we have others who are helping across each of the different operational divisions. And then over time, as the business grows at a certain point, we sell them off and then continue rinse and repeat. And so in general, I think I'm working on about seven different brands at the same time um, over my last, and that's ongoing over the last like five years now that I've been at Turn River. So Michael, within, you mentioned there that you're working on roughly like kind of like seven brands at a time. Is it pre-select and it's always the same brands or are you kind of rotating through them? Like what's the selection process for kind of like where you're spending your time uh, within the portfolio? Yeah, it changes over time, essentially. it's These companies are all in a B2B SaaS environment. And for the most part, it's kind of the tech cybersecurity realm. In terms of my specific bandwidth and where I focus most of my time, it's usually companies that we've just recently bought, as well as the ones that are a larger percentage of our portfolio and ones that we think that I believe can make an impact from their organic growth side and say, hey, by doing X, Y, or Z, we can, you know, I think it can increase the amount of leads, pipeline, revenue, et cetera, as a, as a result. And so it's kind of the focus of that type of prioritization. Now, over time, if we've kept them in the portfolio for a few years, then they, uh, the amount of my time and effort kind of drops a little bit as, as all the efforts of kind of the quick wins and the longer term wins are put into place. And I spend more time than on kind of any of the newer ones that are coming into the portfolio. Excellent. And what stage are you being brought in? Like, are you joining the conversations, but with looking at potential targets to invest? Or is it once once the deal's closed, then they bring you in to do the assessment on like impact potential? Yeah, I would say there are some areas which I provide tips and suggestions to our investment and sourcing team and what to look for at a very high level. When they're they're essentially looking at and saying that's determining whether or not the organic funnel and particularly there's some value for SEO, and after that initial look, that's when like an investment sourcing team will reach out to me for maybe medium tier level of analysis to see if there's anything concerning, anything that stands out, quick other wins that might be of, of value. But it's not until it's pretty late stage in the funnel do I really start to then come in and dive in and do a full audit, essentially, of their history, website, etc. Excellent. And with this kind of unique setup where you're working across multiple brands, when it comes to the execution or implementation of those recommendations that you're finding, 
is that done through a centralized team or is that done through the individual companies themselves? It is. So Turn River's model is essentially we have experts within the Turn River side and then we go and either work directly to make the changes or depending again of the company size and what resources they have in house, we will work with the team that's there. So for example, with my side on the SEO, I'm often working with a marketing director, a content manager, once in a while there could be an in-house SEO or, or some various agencies to work with. And it's probably easier to think of my role as working across uh, horizontally scaling of like what has worked over here and applying it to this other portfolio. So it's building out a lot of the best practices, putting it into place, putting the process, what I, I think will help benefit the company from SEO and then working with the people in the company to essentially stack rank all the priorities that they have from like the SEO side, the paid side, CRO, et cetera, to then work to really speed up the growth of said business. Interesting. And have there been scenarios that one of the companies that you're working with in it have their own in-house SEOs that then you're offering additional kind of strategy and insights to? Or is pretty much each of the companies that you're working with maybe not yet at the stage that they have an in-house SEO? For the most part, they're not at the stage of needing an in-house SEO early on. They might have had historically have had one or they and maybe it was like too early into the hiring process or they've leveraged agencies in the past or they might have a generic marketing, digital marketing person who, who kind of covered the, the gamut of just they played a little bit with paid, played a little with SEO, played all this stuff, but they're more of a, a holistic marketing manager. So I, um, for the most part, in the one kind of diving in, providing the recs, and then working with the individuals to figure out what should be done and then cross departments. Okay, dev person, here's kind of the SEO recs, content person, here are the, the pages we need to kind of work on and let, let's work together of how to build that out and how do we prioritize the various projects that there are uh, things that we want to do across the board. Gotcha. And with these companies, are you having to build that business case and value and kind of like win over the companies to put resources to it? Because I mean, obviously, like this is a kind of the <laughs> the timeless uh, challenge of SEOs, whether you're in-house or the agency, you're having to kind of justify, build those cases to get it. In this scenario, like, do you already have their ear at the, the get-go of it? Or are you still needing to kind of like prove that value and kind of really demonstrate how it can help fuel their business? Yeah, so I think you're, you're getting at here, it's a lot easier to get the buy-in and things to do than as if it was uh, working purely in-house. The way that we generally work, Turn River Works, is that we, for the most part, buy a majority stake in the business. So Turn River effectively majority owns companies. And that means, for the most part on our side, what we're putting out there is is one kind of, hey, this is what we need to do. We bought you because we can see the improvements. Two, it's often the companies in the past have been operationally, like they've done well, but they don't have the operation in-house to handle a good marketing sales and CS team. And so sometimes it's one to five marketers at most in kind of some of these companies. 
And they're thrilled to have like experts to help out in these individual areas. So they're like, great, yes, and let's go, boom. So the, the struggle is often more on the turn river level of like, okay, where do we prioritize out of all the set of the things that we can do and get these, these across? And for the most part, because I'm working on the turn river, we all, we all kind of in the end are just like, what's gonna help to drive the business as long as the business is hitting the metrics we expect it to hit? Doesn't really matter which of the areas successfully do so because like it's a whole group together that's effectively like, yes, we've hit the metrics. Sometimes we are wrong about our, our guesses and the risks associated to it, but generally practice what we've seen, we can kind of rank through and say, okay, these are the ones that effectively we think we'll get there, go with those first. And sometimes that means my side for one business is gonna be prioritized over the paid end versus maybe another business where paid's gonna be prioritized first over over uh, the SEO side. And so it's just kind of a uh, change up in the balance. And, and I find to be <laughs> a much nicer situation as a result because some areas I have priority, some I don't. And so the sometimes internal in-house stress that you get of like, my stuff is not being done, I'm not gonna be held, seen to be as good or whatever as a real result is not there because I'm working across so many and some are done before other companies and others. And so it, it balances out. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good. Now, do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Interesting. And in the prioritization of efforts, is that being done as kind of a collective group or is there one person that has final say on kind of like what the ordering is? I mean, I know in an ideal world, the numbers just kind of <laughs> would speak for themselves <laughs> on where the priorities should land. But like, yeah, what's the kind of dynamic that you're working with on that? Yeah, it's obviously in the end, somebody has to make the, the final say of like, here's that prioritization, but it's usually together as a group of like, here's what I think my area can help lift here, paid part, Sierra part, these are the different aspects that we think can lead to X more leads and pipeline and then revenue and so after that discussion that's where it's kind of come together and that's just based on our all each of our individual expert opinions of i've looked at the site 
we've all looked at the site and each of our areas have decided like, okay, based on how this site is today and the processes in house in place, here's what we can do if we just do these X, Y, or Z things. But yeah, it then rolls up. So like the head of marketing on our side is then going to look at it and then that's going to be compared against the sales and CS changes that we'll, we need to make too. But it's a, uh, we like to try to have, make sure it's both a bottoms up as well, kind of a, a top down, but very much of a kind of initial bottoms up approach because we really dive in. Like we're going into these sites, we're going into a quite a bit depth looking at things on a weekly basis to essentially over time and to really analyze getting our hands dirty to figure out what things need to really be fixed and improve stuff as a result. We're not like generally hiring other third party folks to go and kind of do the stuff for us. We're literally going in there and making that uh, the judgment calls and from our experience and best practices. Yeah, and I'm sure too, just in, you know, you touched on it like earlier uh, in the conversation, but being able to to have that line of sight across different industries and stages. And so even though it's within the SaaS realm, being able to apply strategies and things to other companies seems also like a huge benefit for the companies themselves because they're a smaller companies getting access to being able to work with someone like yourself and getting that top level SEO input which I would imagine can turn into a competitive advantage for other companies that these might be up against. Yes. And in addition to that, because we often have a number of people in the portfolio at those different stages at the same time, then the, let's just take the marketing director, can talk to the other marketing directors at these other businesses. So they can learn from the the past experiences of working with us at growing at different company sizes, with different team issues, they get that kind of network, so to speak, the Turner River network, without having to worry of competitive stuff going. They get this kind of a sense of how these things progress and get to meet essentially their counterparts that maybe they're not as effective of being a networker or still pretty new to the area, but they can actually then go and talk to they're in essentially their in-house counterparts at these different portfolios. Mm, that's interesting. And I got to ask because, I mean, personal bias, personal interest on my own side, but <laughs> sure. working with these companies, do you implement kind of like educational programs for them? So it's like you could have the tactical level, direct task and initiatives that are being implemented do you incorporate or do you touch on anything that's more of kind of like how do we bring up the level of understanding or awareness across like the entire portfolio? Is that something that you guys have touched on at all? Yeah, we've done outside of our just general best practices and teaching them like, hey, this part has worked over here. The things that you're trying to test, we've you know talked to this person over there. We have once a year all-in conferences kind of what we have, which is our essentially our turnaround network. We're come all together here in San Francisco, meet the other portfolio counterparts. We're going to go through kind of a two, two, three days. I think it's two, two days worth of presentations from us as well as one of your counterparts intern at, at the, the whole kind of Turn River family as we talk about specific subjects. Quarterly, we, we often will sometimes have um, talks on specific could be marketing, sales, or CS areas. We have a general Slack community, so we try to 
share things that we we stumble across. Yeah, it, there's a lot of interesting opportunities kind of with that as well. There's always more that we as well need to do, but that's over the, the time that I've been here, we've been expanding more and more for that uh, value, not just you know for ourselves, but for the people that we're working with. It's, it's a really cool scenario. And I mean, the listeners can probably like pick up on my interest in this because again, I think it is a unique kind of facet within the SEO world where it's taking elements and it has similarities with like more traditional roles, but then it kind of crafts it into something a bit unique. And we've been hitting on a lot of advantages for the companies or if you want to call them your clients within like the portfolio. But what would you say is like kind of the your biggest challenge in this role? The biggest challenge in this role sometimes it's there are two different ones that i can kind of see it so i'm generally try to think about things that go across portfolio my role is to figure out what can i do to kind of find a best practice and then rinse and repeat i don't get to like in the same way i don't get to spend time going super deep in terms of making a very specific title change. Like kind of the mindset of an SEO in-house is it is slightly different where I'm not spending day in and day out getting super, super versed into the business as I normally would be if I was like an in-house SEO. So like sometimes small things that you can as a gem find as an, an in-house SEO really bit out gets missed because I'm looking for something that I can rinse and do over there at this other portfolio. And so maybe a project that I would really strongly push for that's unique for that company is just not something that I can spend time and effort to do. I may like see that and be like, oh, that's really cool, but I can't repeat it. So it's not sometimes the thing that I push on. So that's sometimes one of the downsides and struggles that I have to always keep in mind. It is a, okay, cool, well, I can do this here, but can I do it somewhere else? If yes, great, go forward. That's probably one. The second is these are companies that operationally haven't had the experience with, with a strong marketing or sales or CS structure historically. And so you always have to build building up from scratch, whether with people or if they don't have the people and putting that in the place. So you can't do all the things you want to do at the start. It's sometimes they're just not there. And, and so then in some cases, the if it's a real, even a really relatively small one, you can only do so much before you kind of just got to wait, sit back and wait uh, for the, the impact of roll through that then come back to doing more for them. And so you can't go at the same pace that you would love to uh, otherwise. Right. You're needing to kind of build up and bring the group with you. It is an interesting like first point that you made on where it's kind of like you have an additional weighting in your prioritization of efforts because you need to find those solutions then that can have multiple impacts across the portfolio versus a one-off that could be an interesting initiative, but if it's not repeatable, it limits the overall potential impact for Turn River as a as a whole. Yeah, and in particular for that, because it's it's B two B SaaS, it's not like I can go and go and do a, an SEO AB type test system generally and go great, this worked here. Now go and do a nice AB test over on this one and confirm it. Great, do it across all. It's there's some more value judgment calls as a result of it, just because of B2B in general, less traffic, 
more kind of individual longer term phrases that people are looking for. And that makes it harder than to kind of take something from one to the other. And, and so and some of those learnings can sometimes take longer and makes it all the more important to, for me to then prioritize further that I can find things that uh, I can repeat across. Yeah, it's a good call out too. And I think a lot of times we'll default into being like, yeah, larger enterprise websites are harder, more complex, like you have these things. But then you kind of forget about some of the challenges with smaller sized website where you don't have the same volume of pages or volume of traffic to get those representative samples when you're doing these type of tests. So yeah, it's kind of a, <laughs> the grass is always greener on the other side. <laughs> and I've, I've been across a lot, you know, I did a lot of scale at Ecom more than about 10 years ago. So it was a lot of fun with that and, and being able to see those, those things. And it's just, it's a different structure and mindset of what you're trying to build when, when you switch from like a e-com and scale to like B2B and here's your traffic in single digits. It's like mm. <laughs> for individual like terms or something. Absolutely. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Voice of Search podcast. Thanks to Micah, VP of SEO and content at TurnRivel Capital for joining us today and kind of letting us take a peek into this unique role within the SEO industry. Now, tomorrow we're going to be publishing a new episode where Micah and I are going to continue the conversation and we're going to shift gears and talk about long-term SEO career planning. If you can't wait, until the next episode and would like to learn more about Micah, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can contact him on Twitter where his handle is at MicahFK or visit his website, MicahFK.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. But that's not the case anymore, thanks to Ahrefs. Because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T.